Hello and welcome to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter Podcast. I'm your host, John Castro, and I'm currently sick. This is part two of uh, a week of conversation of clocks, and today's guest is fellow NIQA alum Zoe Gorowski. Um, Both of us went to NIQA, but not at the same time, clearly. Uh, breakout star at UCLA, uh, breakout star with the Chicago Red Stars. I had a chance to interview her before the NWSL Challenge Cup. So, thanks for listening, and here we go. All I am is a media student, of course, the senior taking media one. Yeah. All right. So my first question is. One of my best friends lives like the so. All right. I know all about the. I want to know what Nico was like back in the day. I mean, that's not that long ago. Back in the day. Back, but back in the day, yeah. I graduated in, yeah, I graduated in 2013. So, I mean, how long ago was that? Seven years ago? I don't yeah. even know. So back in the day, it was still pretty, like, crowded. I mean, we, Matea, like, just got built, like, my senior year or something like that. So, or junior year, I don't even remember. But it was still, like, pretty crowded. We had a lot of kids and. Yeah, I mean, I loved going there. All right. I actually yeah. transferred to Niqua my junior year, so last year. I went to JCA, Okay. if you ever heard, heard of that place. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, two years with Niqua. Don't know a whole lot about the freshman building. Every time I go in there, people expect me to know where to go, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going. But, okay. I'm glad that it, it's still the same. And it's crazy because I didn't even think about Mattia being, like, new. It feels like an old place anyway. But, all right. So, you played, when did you first start playing soccer? Um, I started playing soccer when I was really little. Um, probably around four or five. But that's when you're just kind of trying, like, random sports. Like, I tried a bunch of sports and then a bunch of activities. It's just what would stick like I did ballet for a while and I hated it but like my mom forced me to do it and like soccer was the only thing that I like really like looked forward to and really liked so it's like kind of what I just stuck with forever now I mean still doing it yeah so what club were you a part of growing up um I played for a couple different clubs um I played for American Soccer Club to start which I don't think I don't know if it still exists but um, then I played for NSA, Naperville Soccer Academy, and then I finally went to Team Chicago My in high school. I played for Team Chicago the whole time, so, yeah. A lot of my friends that I know that played club soccer are mostly Galaxy people. Yeah. And Team Chicago, but, okay. So, you played soccer basically your whole life, and you're still doing it. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm. Like... That's your profession. Sorry, say that again? So, playing soccer is your profession. Yeah. I want to hear about all the hot gossip in the Chicago Red Stars. (laughs) I I mean, I love my teammates, so it's been really really cool experience to be able to play for your hometown and be around my teammates. A lot of them I've actually known before for a while, so that's kind of cool. Like, the soccer world is small, so you kind of, like, know everyone a little bit or have weird connections so you don't ever feel like you're walking into like a whole new like 
experience where you don't know one, like you always know someone because of soccer. Um, so I've just been made to feel really comfortable for the past three years and have and really enjoyed my experience. And it's really cool to like, I have been playing soccer my whole life and I still get to play it. Like it's a kid's game and I get paid to do it. So it's really cool to be able to say that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really lucky. So do you still see people that you play against in high school? Um, yeah, so I played against Vanessa Bernardo in high school. She went to Obanzi. She plays for the Red Stars now, which is, like, weird because, I, I don't know, like, weird connection. And then a lot of girls are from the Chicago area that I played against in high school. Like, there's a couple girls, um, Kayla, and Kayla played for Naperville North. So it's just, like, a small world and you kind of know everyone, but, like, never really, like, met them. And then you're like, oh, hey, I used to play against you in high school. <laughs> it's weird, but cool. So I follow um, college soccer, too, and I want to know your opinion. I know you went to UCLA. What is the top soccer school? Absolutely UCLA. Okay. You're you're going to stick with it. Okay. (laughs) Not the Stanford's, not the North Carolina's, Florida State. No, forget about it. UCLA. UCLA is the right ride. Okay. I will stand by UCLA forever and ever. It was one of the like best decisions I've made to go there, and I love the program and everything about it. So, I mean, I think we're the best. <laughs> go Bruins! <laughs> go Bruins! So, since you got an offer from them to play soccer, what other schools gave you an offer? Um, I looked mostly on on East Coast. Um, UCLA was my only West Coast school, so that was really weird to kind of like I would say I'm going to the East Coast. Um, but, so a lot of schools on that side of the country offers, um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, you're just still frozen again, but I'm gonna keep talking. (laughs) Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, so, um, I was looking at Duke for a while, Virginia, Penn State was up there. Um, I I really wanted to go to Wake Forest for a while, um, but, like, it's smaller than Nikola, and I was like, that's a little too weird for me. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I looked at Michigan for a little bit too, but I really wanted to go to California. Once I saw UCLA, like the day I went there, I, I was like, I'm going here. And my parents were like, are you sure? I'm like, you're like, you've been here for two hours. I was like, no, I'm going here. <laughs> like I knew immediately and it kind of was just the right fit. And yeah, it was awesome. Those are some big names that you just listed. That, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. College has really wanted really, you. I was really fortunate. Yeah. yeah. I had all those um, choices. So happy but I'm glad I chose UCLA. That's crazy. So what is your favorite memory from playing college soccer? Um my favorite memory wow um so my I would say my last year we made it to the national championship um we didn't win but we won my freshman year and I didn't get to play because I was hurt during that time I tore my ACL so my whole first year I didn't play but I my last year we finally made it back after like all those years we finally made it back to the national final and I was captain that year so like to be able to take and lead my team to the last game and like I got to play every game possible that I could possibly play for my last year it was just such a special moment that like even us losing like I wouldn't change it because I still got to like play every single game like make it a stretch as far as I could to like be able to make my experience at UCLA last as long as possible I'm really grateful and happy and I think about that game all the time the happy memories and the sad memories that come with it but wouldn't change anything 
do you watch other um, national title games for women's soccer and be like, oh, I remember when I was there, and it's like, I remember those feelings. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm starting to get to the point, though, where I don't know anyone in the college world any- anymore. Like, all the people I played with are kind of starting to graduate. But it's weird if, like, the next couple of years we'll get to see your team playing when you're like, I like I should be there, and it's weird that I'm not there, but, like, obviously like loved those girls and wanted to support them and it's just it's like your babies are growing up and you're like watching them do big things it's a cool so uh today is actually the WNBA draft day so speaking of the draft yeah we were talking about that yeah so you went to the draft what is that like yeah it was really cool um my college coach was actually convinced me to go. They're like, you're going to get drafted, go. You're, it's going to be a good experience. So I, me and my dad actually went. And honestly, like, I almost threw up the whole time. Like, it's just so nerve-wracking. <laughs> like, the whole time I'm, like, profusely sweating, like, trying not to vomit. Like, your nerves are just through the roof. And, like, to finally hear your name get called, it was such a rewarding experience. And especially because I got drafted to my hometown. It was really rewarding for my family in general. Like, my dad was there and, like, it was just like, oh, she has been at UCLA for five years. You need to like come home and like be at home. So it was really awesome, especially to get drafted to Chicago. Like that's the obviously where I wanted to go because I want to go home. But it was cool. I just the nerves. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like videos and pictures from drafts. I watch a lot of drafts myself. It's crazy yeah. just to see the people that think they won't get drafted and then they do, and they're so shocked. That yeah, it's sounds really like cool. Fun. Yeah. So, Chicago Fire moving out of SeatGeek Stadium means that that is your place now. Is there going to be, like, do you know if they're going to remove all the Chicago Fire stuff and basically say, stadium going uh, under new rebranding because Chicago Fire is leaving? I mean, I we only were practicing there for about a week or two weeks before we um, got shut down completely. So I didn't see, they took everything down. I haven't seen anything that they've rebranded or anything like that. Hopefully they will. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see the whole like stadium Red Stars. Um, but honestly, I have no idea what they're going to do with it. Hopefully something cool. I mean, I've never been down to a game. I've always wanted to go down to a game. I actually was going to well, go in during the summer. <laughs> you got to get you to a game. They're fun, I swear. Yeah, my cousin is actually... A huge fan, like they used to go all the time, but um, I've never yeah. been out. I want to go so bad. I actually um. <laughs> well, tell me if you take it. <laughs> okay, I actually watched the World Cup over the summer. Okay. And. Oh yeah. I that def I was a fan before, but that even made me such a bigger fan. What happened during the time when the rest of you guys were here? Did you? I know you were part of the reserves. Did you get moved up during that time, or were you still part of the reserves during the World Cup? Um, for the World Cup? Yeah. Um, no, I was still uh, – I was, like, fully contracted at that point. Okay. And you kind of just – they dress 20 people for a game, so they take, like, from their contracted roster that they have full-time players and, like, pick those 20 every game. So sometimes you get left off put on so I think at that point I was in the 20 roster pretty consistently kind of like off and on but once they leave they kind of like okay you're in the 20 now um because they just we have like about 25 people on our team 
think it's like 23 right now that are like fully contracted so like you are still with the team but you're not like at the on the bench but then once those people leave you're like on the bench you're like ready to get suited up if you need to yeah it's like a weird complicated yeah behind the scenes stuff happening okay yeah so when did you make your debut like full-on red stars um, full-on Red Stars debut. I think I got in minutes against, I think we were playing Washington Spirit. Um, yeah, I was, like, so nervous. I was running around with my head cut off. Like, I think we were even losing at that point, so, like, didn't matter. We were losing, like, 3-0, so he was like, just go in. Like, go run around. <laughs> um, so, it was just, like, really exciting. Like, obviously, you wait for that moment for a while. It's just really exciting and nerve-wracking. <laughs> I still get nervous. <laughs> I feel the same way. I play frisbee at Nequa, so yeah, I get very nervous every time I go on. Yeah, different points coming in. It it's crazy, especially competitiveness within the NWSL. You have some like real players out there. Who is the biggest name that you've played against? I don't know how many times you've been on per se, but you've had some experience. Who's the biggest name that you've played against? I mean, I play with Juilliards currently, and she's, like, the most competitive person I've ever met in my entire life. Um, she's just so focused and so committed during practice, and even, like, playing with Alyssa and Aaron at practice, it's, like, she's intense. Like, she is the most competitive person ever, and she'll do whatever it takes to win. And, like, learning from those people has been really cool. And I just got to have, like, you, have, you see, like, how much focus it takes to, like, get to the next level. And you're like, okay, I'm just doing you know, like they're really good at teaching you and like showing you how competitiveness works and what you need to do to make it to the next level. Those are some big names. Julie Ertz, <laughs> all I have to say, Julie Ertz, hands down, most competitive person in the NWSL, maybe in By the far. world. I, I don't know, but yeah. Right, so you listened to about half the episode now, which means we're going to go into a little commercial break. So uh, without further ado, enjoy this wonderful, beautiful, extravagant ad read about today's sponsor, Anchor. Hey everyone, it's Gianna Belcastro from the Women's Sports Matter podcast, and today I'm going to be discussing the sponsor of this show, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See, didn't I tell you how unamazing of an ad read that was going to be? Anyway, let's get back to the interview with Zoe Gorowski. I will, yeah. I will agree with you on that one. <laughs> By far. By far, definitely. Um, so, do you think that the NWSL is going to continue to grow within the next couple of years? Because I know they're adding a team in Louisville next year mm-hmm. yeah think? so i think the end was looking really good especially with all of this 
stuff our PAs have been doing, our union. So the players have a union representative and they work with the league to get a lot of benefits for the players. Like that's been going well in terms of building the league because you do want to have like sustainable salary and a livable wage and safe conditions in order to practice and play. So that's been a good way the league has been building. But then also in terms of like the amount of teams, I think there's so much talent that is almost being wasted in the U.S. because we don't have enough teams and don't have enough roster spots to like showcase all of these great soccer players. So I think within the next years, I think we'll get like at least two more teams, especially with Louisville. So it's looking really good, and I'm really positive just despite all this like corona um, quarantine yeah. mishaps. I think the next couple years are looking really good for our league. Where do you think they'll add a team next? I mean, I'm going to Indiana University next year, and I know there's no NWSL team there, which I'm very saddened by. But where do you think they should add a team to? I mean, I think LA needs a team. Yeah. Going to school there for five years. I've seen the the love for women's soccer that they have. We used to get, like, 12,000 people at some of our games. Um, so I think LA would do really well. I would love to see a team up there. I'm surprised they actually added a team to Louisville. I mean, I don't know how that works, but California, especially soccer right now, like they have LAFC yeah. and then LA Galaxy, which are two really good teams. Mm-hmm. They should have yeah, added. Yeah, it's really cool to get yeah. something like that. Yeah. There's so many supporters. We'll see one day, hopefully. Honestly, they probably should be thinking about that. I mean,. Most women's leagues should start to see more expansion coming in soon, especially with the WNBA, how they move. Well, they moved the um, the team in San Antonio to Las Vegas. That really doesn't count as a expansion. But, I mean, rebranding and trying to get more people to watch, yeah. it's definitely going to happen soon. So. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it does. We're trying to get the word out there. We're trying to, at this time, do as much, like, Instagramming and social media. Yeah. And trying to get the awareness out there so that when we're back playing, like, people tune in. So, tell everyone. <laughs> the thing is, which a lot of people don't seem to notice, is that ESPN more likely is going to show older guys' games versus showing um, – women's games happening it takes a while for me to search up a red stars game i had a lot of trouble in the summer actually when i was looking to watch the first game back from the world cup it was on some like espn news channel i mean what do you think that people should do to start a like spread awareness about the nwsl wnba like women's sports I mean, honestly, social media is a great tool for that, um, getting as many people aware of our league as possible. I, the amount of times I've had to explain my job to people and that there is a professional women's soccer league is actually astonishing. So I think that just getting the word out there that this is a thing that exists, that women's, the Women's Soccer League is here in America, and that um, the girls that I play with and I that I think are great representatives for this like league in general and that they, we put in so much hard work and you can see it on the field um i think just getting that message out on social media is a great tool and then on like we're we're doing our best and our owners are doing the best to get in contact with big news 
or big, not news stations, but like big networks and trying to make our name onto those networks, even though we're not playing or like they're not showcasing games yet, just getting our name out there is a good tool too. Do you, have you been following um, the the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team trial with U.S. Soccer? I've kind of been following a little bit. Yeah, I've been kind of following it. Do you think that, obviously the president stepped down from his job because of stuff that was happening. Do you think that the women will be paid equally or more than the men's national team? I mean, obviously, I think they should get paid. Um, they everything that they've done is showcased that they deserve to get paid equally. Um, they've been more successful. They've been more efficient. Um, they've gotten more trophies. Like, and they do bring in a significant amount of fans, if not more than the men. And I think that for the U.S. soccer not to recognize that is kind of obviously like they they stepped down. Like that statement that they put out there after, right before he stepped down was a good indication that U.S. soccer does not um, respect the work that women do in terms of that sport and what they've done for U.S. soccer. So hopefully, I mean, who's to say what happens in the trial, but obviously, like, I am in full support of them and getting paid equally. So I've seen all I've, the teammates I have, I've seen them put in a, an astonishing amount of work and the, like, sacrifice they put in to work for U.S. soccer, I think they deserve to get paid equally. A lot of people, too, and same with the WNBA, is people play overseas during their off-season. Is that something mm-hmm. that you want to do or don't want to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I know most people play in Australia. I mean, do, is that yeah, something you want to do? Very popular. A lot of my friends go and play. Um, for me, I think a lot of the times. Can you hear? Yeah. Hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a lot of knee back issues. Whatever. I would love to play overseas. I would love to play in Australia. But sometimes you have to listen to your body and say, "Hey, okay, I do need the break right now because you play from February till November." most of the time so I, like you just kind of sometimes need a break and this past year I was like okay I'm not gonna try I need to take a break and get my body regrouped and I think that's what some some people have to decide between is like do you want to keep playing soccer or do you want overseas um or do you want to like rest and make sure your body's okay so that that's honestly what we've been dealing with but I would love to play overseas if my body holds up they actually um the woman's league in Australia got some attention because you know coronavirus is stopping all these um teams from playing people are actually tuning in to watch because they don't have sports right now which I think is cool but I mean I have not heard about that league until now yeah coverage is pretty crazy my sister just came down to say hi to me (laughs) <laughs> Go away, Bella. So, since you grew up in Naperville, I, w- I don't know what middle school you went to, but my sister goes to Crown. What is the superior Naperville Middle School? I mean, I went to Scullin. Oh, okay, Scullin. So, 
sharks. <laughs> Scone it is. My sister just yeah, said, I mean, Ew. I met, well, I met yeah. friends, and I'm still friends with her, so I love Scullin. I have a lot of friends from Gregory and Scullin. Not a lot from Cro- Okay. Yeah, cool. she wants Scullin. <laughs> she doesn't like that. <laughs> so, Naperville obviously probably has changed a little bit, but what is your favorite place to go to in Naperville? I mean, every time I go back, I get Portillo's. Um, it's not really here in the city, so every time I go to the suburbs, I make sure to stop at Portillo's. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of Charcot's. I, can, I agree with that, yeah. I love Charcot's. Yeah, those are my go-tos. Charcot's and Portillo's. Yep. So good. When I moved um, so good. when I moved to Naperville two years ago, we actually live right by Charcot's. So, okay. when I saw it, I was like, yo, can we try this place out? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I can agree that it is so, so good. Yeah, I yeah. recommend. So, kind of to wrap things up with all the Naperville stuff, I have to ask, I hope soccer wasn't the only thing you did in high school. Did you actually do other activities, too? Because I know some people are like, I'm committed to my sport, and I'm not doing anything else, and this is what it is. Um, I mean, I was super committed to soccer. Uh, I traveled a lot, so I was always gone, but my friends in high school, I spent so much time with them. Um, I'm still friends with them today. I'm dating one of my friends from high school now. Like, I just think the friendships I made there, like, I made sure to make sure they were strong, and, like, obviously they're strong, but, like, I spent so much time with my friends in high school, and I, like, wouldn't regret it. That's literally all where all my free time was, was I was just playing soccer with my friends, so... I mean, that's understandable. Soccer, yeah. club soccer especially, I managed the girls' bat. well, I did manage the girls' basketball team um, while I was at Niqua, cool. and some of the people actually played club soccer, and they would have to, like, rush out to go to their soccer uh, games, or oh, yeah. they had to miss a basketball yeah, game because of that. I country in middle school for a while, but I was so busy. I was like, I'm going to write down if I still do this, so. <laughs> I had to choose between cross country and soccer. Um, chose soccer, and I yeah. think I'm glad I did. Sports, especially club sports, and then if you're like um, playing other sports as well at the same time, not the move. I I actually went through the same yeah. thing you did. I played so many sports growing up, and I tried to like handle oh, everything. Cool. Yeah, I eventually played soccer at JCA, but it was JV, and I was just goalie, so it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play against Bennett, that's awesome. and I did not want to. That's the that's Aww. the worst game. <laughs> You're like, can we not? Yeah, especially their fields. I know that the Red Stars played at Benedictine. We had to play on the grass fields, but what I want to know, since you have been a, a reserves player and, like, official Red Stars player, is it the same kind of, like, aggressiveness between both, or do you think there's a little difference? No, it's for sure different. I think with the first team, you do have a different level of aggressiveness and competitiveness, and training with them is is a whole different level than with the reserves. Um, so, I mean, the transition was really tough, but once you get used to it, you're like, okay, you can build this now, but it, it does take a while to transition reserves to to first team 
what what happens when you play with the reserves? Like, who do you play? Is there like is that considered another league? Kinda. Yeah, it's considered a different league. It's the WPSL. Um, okay. So it's just a completely different league. Um, usually it's just during the summer, so a lot of college players are in it. Um, so you do like summer league while um you're out of school. So it's just a lot of college players, and then a lot of like players who've graduated and still want to play. And, a lot of people who are trying to make their way into a pro team. So it's just a whole hodgepodge of soccer players. Do you see that a lot more people now are trying to walk on versus like maybe a few years ago when people weren't necessarily sure like that's a thing that you could do? Yeah, that's definitely growing. I think just the the interest in our league is growing. So that's that's been way more um, popular for sure. All right, let's see if I got anything else up in my question thing. What I was supposed to do is I was supposed to write up my question. My teacher was very like, you have to do this and then this and then this. I literally asked most questions, didn't even write them on the paper. Probably should so I don't get points off. Let's see. Let's see. Um, What was your favorite class at NEQA? Um, Wow, I loved anatomy. Um, I loved anatomy. I loved anatomy. Java still works there. No, he does. Um, he was my teacher. Oh, he does? Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love him. He was, like, the best teacher I've ever had. Um, and that was my favorite class by far. All right. I I know people that take anatomy, so I, I knew the name. Also, I think he he started the Frisbee program. And he yeah, yeah, he yeah. For, yeah, he used to coach for them. Never met the guy, but heard a lot of great things yeah, about him. You should definitely, you should definitely meet all right. Noah, I'm going to ask a few questions about your teammates. Who's the funniest? Um, she's not on my team anymore, but Sam Kerr is hilarious. Um, one of the funniest people I've ever met. She just left. Um, who else is funny? Um, i trying to think. I think Danny Colaprico is pretty funny. She makes me laugh all the time. She's goofball. But yeah. I was really sad when Sam Kerr left. That was like, I know. but yeah, I am a Chelsea like, fan. Great things. I am a Chelsea fan for both men's yeah. and women's teams, so it's kind of like, eh. worked out for you. Red Stars, Chelsea. Yeah. Is there someone that tries to prank a lot? Yeah, someone asked that. We were doing an Instagram live with Morgan Bryan, and someone asked us that. And honestly, we don't know. <laughs> Like, you don't know. Pretty goofy, and I think Yuki does a lot of pranks. Oh. That you're like, Yuki, this doesn't make sense, but I guess it's funny. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a goofball. She'll so she'll, she'll try to prank you. I've seen a lot of her, um, mostly on Twitter, her posting about her band, which I think is really cool. Yeah, she's cool. I love her. All right, and last one: Is there anyone that is like 100% serious all the time and just in game mode? Even during, like, when practices uh, are over? I don't think we have a lot. I mean, obviously, all at, we're, we're all at practice. We're, like, in game mode. Some more than others. But I think once we get to the left, kind of, like, everyone's pretty comfortable with each other and, like, chill out. We have a lot of fun. My sister has a question. She wants to know if you have a TikTok. My sister is very into TikTok. She wants to know. Um, <laughs> me and... My roommate, Emily Boyd, we kind of started to do them. We're really bad. We can't dance. 
<laughs> Neither can my sister. But go check out her TikToks at Emily Boyd. Emily Boyd's TikTok, Bella. Huh? Yeah, you don't know who that is. I'm not surprised. She does not follow soccer like I She doesn't follow any sports. Do you have any questions? Is that it? Why don't you just come in here? This is supposed to be a professional interview. I'm making fun of my teacher. He's going to see this. He's going to grade this. He already knows that I'm like this. I like to be funny, not serious all the time. This is my yeah, sister, Bella. I fully appreciate that. Hi. Do you have any questions? Hi. Hi. Don't do that. Mm. How did you get this interview anyway? A DM to we talked Wait, about so this. Wait, so you went to Scullin, right? <laughs> oh, <boy>. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> I mean, Chrome's pretty, it's, Chrome's worse. I mean, like, totally. Do you have a question? Hmm. Wait, did you play a sport during, like, middle school? At school? She's frozen again. We've had this multiple times. Yeah, because she's talking to you. She played cross country, I think. She did cross country. Cross country, okay. Why is the internet so bad? I'm literally right by the box. Don't, don't, don't say the box. Stop. Stop. Answer the box first. Is it bad still? Can you not hear me? Um, I can hear you, but you're still frozen. That's okay. My sister wanted to know if you played something, uh, played a sport in middle school. Obviously, we talked about this earlier, but she wasn't here. Yeah, I played soccer, and then I ran cross-country. Cross-country. Anything who else. was the way? Oh, okay. When you play cross country, who was like? Do you know the best middle schooler? I mean, best middle middle schooler team that you played against? Because ours is great. I honestly don't remember that. That's such so a long stupid long. question. It's not a stupid question. <laughs> we all know it's Gregory, but okay. Is that all? Sure. I'm gonna get a bad grade for this. It's okay. I mean, I'm not being so professional. Funny. I'm not being professional. Yeah, you're not looking. I had to dress up for this. Okay, bye, Bolin. Oh. She gets to go to the NEQA building next year, the freshman campus oh, next year. Fine. Why don't you finish middle school? Well, I don't get to finish high school. You want to. Oh, boy. All right. I don't have any more questions. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> All right, well, just text her. I mean, yeah, I had fun. Thanks for interviewing me. I think this was pretty good. Hopefully, this will be the most interesting and the best interview. But. It better be. All right, it was really right, nice talking to you. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Of course, anytime. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. Um, of the podcast. Uh, it was nice to talk to a fellow NEQA graduate. Uh, I'm glad that we can agree that Portillo's is the best. And if you ever come to Chicago, people from out of state, out of country, that is the right place to go. Um, follow me on Twitter at WSM Podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, same name as the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, petitions, um, cards down below to get yourselves involved in what's happening with the world right now. Uh, 
wear a mask, wash hands, social distance from, from others. Hopefully I'll be back next week if I'm not still sick. Um, until then, that's all, folks.